Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's June, it's the 7th of June, it's 2017, it's a Wednesday. There are three early games today, 12 late games, and a ton of action across the industry. If you have not checked out our sponsor, make sure you check them out, playdraft.com. They have a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks when you use the promo code GRINDERS, so it's playdraft.com backslash GRINDERS. A lot of fun stuff going on over there. It is Wednesday, and it is the normal Wednesday co-host. Notorious, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm not doing as well as Scooter Jeanette, though. <laughs> Scooter. Scooter doing Four work. Home runs. <laughs> I believe yeah. he had like 40. He has like 40 in his career. Four of them were tonight. Gotta love it. I need to double check that. That's what I saw on Twitter, though. Yeah, well, you just gotta get playing time. 10% of his home runs. And his career came tonight. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's not like he's played in a terrible ballpark. Like he played in yeah. 38 know. home runs uh, before tonight. Oh, and he was 2K, so he was popular. <laughs> like, this is one of those oh, nights, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I had him. I had him with the Indian stack without Zimmer, so did me I- no good. Yeah, I had him on a couple teams. Um, we talked about that game yesterday pretty heavily, and um, even having him on a couple teams, I'm still going to lose money tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's whatever, you know, it just it just happens to work out that way sometimes. And, um, you know, it always makes you, you know, you have losing nights. You always want to get back and, you know, get back at it tomorrow. So I'm definitely ready to get onto this next slate. And um, we'll start with this three-game early slate. Shouldn't take us too long here. Um, you know, we have Cleveland at Colorado, Trevor Bauer against German Marquis. And 11.5 total here. I'm guessing we don't like the pitchers in this game. Uh, no, we got Steven Strasburg against Kershaw uh, next game. So I don't think we need to waste our time uh, on these pitchers. Yeah, so let's just talk about this, this three-game slate in general. Like, aren't you doing everything you can to play kind of Strasburg and Kershaw and just – you know, punting a couple positions and getting some bats to go with it. Yeah, I mean, generally that's what I would do, but at the same time we have a game in course field, so you got to kind of make a tough choice whether you want to go with the bats or, uh, you know, one of these top pitchers. Um, it is a day game in course. Um, that ball's yeah. going to be fine. The only the only thing that I do want to say about course is there's some weather, so we'll have to see what Kevin Roth has to say about it. Um, you know, I noticed, like, the beginning of the game's fine, but when you get – towards the last like you know two hours of that game there's a lot of weather so we'll have to see what kevin roth has to say all the indians bats all the rockies bats are in play uh don't want to spend too much time on that uh washington at la steven strasburg clayton kershaw um 
We missed it by a day getting um, Scherzer against Kershaw. That would have been, whew. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been awesome. This is uh, – well, I'll take this. This is pretty good. Yeah, it's going to be a fun day game to just kind of watch, you know, making your lineups for the late, the late slate here. So what's your thoughts on this game um, outside of, you know, you're playing Kershaw. What are you doing with Strasburg? Uh, I mean, you know, we hate targeting pitchers against the Dodgers, right-handed pitchers, and uh, especially when they're at home. I think Dodgers ranked fifth in team weight on average average at home and in the top five against right-handed pitching as well. So I definitely prefer Kershaw over Strasburg. He's going to be uh, a lot higher owned. But uh, I'm willing to take the higher ownership and uh, pay a slightly higher premium for uh, Kershaw. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, you know, I hate picking on the Dodgers. I, I faded Scherzer on, um, you know, Tuesday night. I don't know how that's going to end up for me. Obviously, I'm already going to lose money. I already said that. But um, I don't think it was because of him. I just think I didn't have enough exposure to Scooter. Um, what, what's your thoughts here on Strasburg? Can you play him? Can you play him and Kershaw together? Or are you going to try to save some money here? Yeah, I don't know if you can play them together. Uh, it's going to be tough to fit a lineup with uh, those two. I think uh, your best bet is to go Kershaw and then uh, pair him up with one of the pitchers in the next two games. Next, next one game. game. Yeah, the next, next one, one game. game. Next one game. That's what makes it uh, interesting. Any bats from either team? I don't think so. Uh, Strasburg, really tough on lefties. Held them to 257. Woba and Kershaw is just tough on everybody. Uh, both have elite strikeout rates. So I don't see a lot here. How hard does Strasburg throw? I can never remember. I can pull it up. No, I'm trying to pull it up, and like I'm getting an error on fan graphs. Doesn't like me right now. Oh, it's mid-90s, mid to high-90s. Well, Grendel, anything over like 94 miles an hour, Grendel just smashes. Yeah, I believe he's like 95-plus. I thought it was that too, but I th I thought he lost some velocity over the last couple of years. I'm pulling it up now. I got it. Um, so he averages 95. Grendel, um, don't hate the spot for Yasmani as a one-off, but outside of that, I'm going to pass. Let's move on. We got Toronto at Oakland. Francisco Liriano against Gerald Cotton. You said you wanted Kershaw. Um, then you're going to have to kind of pick one of these two pitchers. Which one do you like more? Uh, so yeah, Liriano is always a guy that, uh, is super frustrating. He shows up when, uh, we don't want him to, and then he doesn't when we do. Uh, but I don't mind this matchup against the A's. Uh, they're not great against lefties. 22nd team weight on base average with the third highest, uh, strikeout rate. He's got that big ballpark at his back. Um, the A's, let's see. They don't have too high of a walk rate, uh, only 7%. So, I think this is a good spot for Liriano. I know uh, he has that boomer bust nature to him, but if you want Kershaw and you don't want to just punt every single one of your hitters, uh, I don't mind pairing him with Liriano. Yeah, Athletics, 22, um, 22nd in Team Woba against left-handed pitching this season. They're striking out 25% as a team. Um, there's some upside in this lineup. Ryan Healy, uh, Chris Davis, um, Josh Fegley, like there's some guys that hit left-handed pitching in this lineup, so that always makes it a little risky when taking a lefty against them. But the, the upside's definitely there. Actually, kind of like Cotton in this spot. We know he's a fastball slider changeup guy, and we know Toronto struggles with sliders. Um, you know, it's something that we talk about on the podcast all the time. So 
I think it's an interesting spot for Cotton. Um, he doesn't have as much upside as Lariano, but I actually think that he's going to be lower owned. And, you know, where I just need like 18 points as of my SP2 here, I think Cotton could get the job done here. Yeah, I don't mind him. I think he, he's my fourth favorite pitcher in the three-game slate, but um, I certainly don't mind it. He's cheap and uh, allows you to get Kershaw. So I think that's uh, the route I'll take. It's just like you're looking at the slate and you're going, hmm, how can I be different? Uh, you know, just how can I be different? And I don't want to take a picture in cores during the day. So I'm looking at it and I'm going, man, everybody's going to play Lariano. I can get Cotton at 6,500, play Kershaw, and, you know, then I can get some of these big bats in course field. Yeah, I don't mind it. All right. Um, as far as the bats go on the Blue Jays, uh, what are you looking at here? So sample size is pretty small with Cotton, but it does look like he slightly worse against right-handed hitters, 38% uh, hard contact rate, and uh, pretty low ground ball rate against both lefties and righties. So I like Donaldson. Uh, I always like Morales and Smoke at first base. Um, yeah, Pilar's fine. He's cheap still everywhere. Not really, I don't know. Bautista, I haven't been playing him a ton lately, but uh, he did have that big month of June, or May. Oh, yeah, um, it was he was free yesterday. He's thirty seven hundred. Baptista's thirty seven hundred. That's a good price tag on him. So I don't hate that. Um, yeah, Morales is always interesting. I don't know. You know, these guys are gonna just be kind of lineup fillers for me. I'm gonna like play Cotton. And I'm gonna play Cores, and I'm gonna play Kershaw. And I'm gonna use both of these teams as kind of just lineup fillers. Um, you know, as far as Oakland goes, I think Chad Pender is interesting. Um, you know, Ryan Healy is another guy that I like against left-handed pitching. Those guys are kind of interesting here. It's just I don't love a lot, but I'm going to definitely end up playing some of these guys. Yeah, I think you have to. I mean, in a perfect world, you could play Kershaw and Strasburg and load up on cores, but uh, we can't do that. So you're going to have to take some of the cheaper guys. I do like Davis. I do like uh, Healy. Um, we're not getting a huge discount on them. Jed Lowry's pretty cheap on FanDuel, only 2300 um, Mark Kana, is it Kana? Kana? Kana, yeah. Yeah, he's only two. He's bare minimum on FanDuel, 2700 on DraftKings. Um, he has a 271 ISO against lefties if you want to look at him. Yeah, it's like Chad Pender on, on DraftKings. You can play him second base shortstop, and he's 2800 So, you know, if he cracks the lineup, which he should – um, you know, and he should be batting up there towards the top. You know, it's a, it's a good little value play there against the lefty. Yep, I agree. Um, oh, and I want to mention the Coors game. You know, we, we were talking about it before we got started. Carlos Gonzalez is 3,600 on DraftKings again today. What? His price went down? Yeah, his price went down. Uh, how does that happen? I think he's three for three on um, Tuesday night right now, too. Yeah, he's got a home run, bunch of, yeah. A couple singles, yeah. So he's no Scooter Jeanette, but, you know. <laughs> How's he 3,600 at home? How does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I just happened to pull up the early slate to kind of get an idea of what we're looking at price-wise for these guys and um, notice that Cargo was 3,600 again. All right. Oh, and Josh Fegley's 2,700, another guy, like, if you're wanting to play the Coors Bats – you know, this is you know, this is just my approach on this slate. Like, I'm going to play some of these bats against Liriano. I'm going to get in the course. I'm going to play Cotton, and um, just kind of game theory it up. If you really want to game theory it up, you fake course and you attack somewhere else. But um, that's not what I'm going to do here. Yeah, probably not me either. Uh, I'll probably do Kershaw with uh, Liriano, and then 
probably some Blue Jays bats. So we'll have. Uh, I, guess, I think it'll come down to this game for us too. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the twelve game late slate, the main slate here. Um, you know, we're gonna get started with Boston at New York. Rick Porcello against CC Sabathia. Nine and a half total here. A pick'em game in New York. I think this just goes to show like how bad Rick Porcello has kind of been pitching this season that, you know, he's a pick him against CC Sabathia. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, in New York. Yeah. I mean, if you look at his advanced stats, they're not as bad. You know, I mean, he still has a 379 Sierra. Same strikeout rate and walk rate as last year. He's just giving up a ton of hard contact. I think he leads the league in barrels too, if I remember correctly. Like he's either leading or he's top three and just – he's just getting shelled. Like his advanced stats are good, like you said, but like forty three percent hard contact, forty two point seven, like yeah. whew, that's massively high. Yeah, that's not a, a category that you want to be leading the league in. No, no, um, it is. It is good for us that you know play fantasy because you know we can pick on him. But yeah. Um. What about CC? No chance. <laughs> no chance. I don't ever play pitchers in Red Sox Yankees series. Like, you know, I you know completely stayed away from Pomerantz and Tanaka. Like, I just don't play pitchers in these games. These games are really long. They are drawn out. They're always like four to five. Like, I just don't play pitchers in these games. Yeah, especially in a twelve game slate. Yeah, and especially in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> and yeah. then they go to Fenway. It's just like, all right, well, it's just I'm uh, not playing guy pitchers in this game. As far as the Red Sox bats go, um, you know, we'll get that red right-handed heavy lineup where they'll bring in Chris Young, um, Sam Travis a play, Rutledge a play. Um, you know, we're gonna get plenty of righties in this lineup. Yeah, I mean, Sabathia is not really a guy that gives up a ton of hard contact. Um, he only has a 318 weight on base average against righties this season, and uh, it was even lower than that last year. Uh, if you look at his hard contact over the last two years, it's only 29%. So, I mean, it's not like this is a perfect matchup, uh, but they do get a face in Yankee Stadium, like you said. Uh, I think you look at Mookie. I think you look at Bogarts and you know Hanley. Those are probably three that I would look at the most. Yeah, Mookie has good VVP, if I remember correctly, too. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head. But, yeah, um, I don't mind Sam Travis here. It, I think he's still pretty cheap. Um, should bat, like, fifth here. So, I don't mind him. His minor league numbers against left-handed pitching were pretty insane. So, um, I'm definitely going to have some shares of him as well. But, um, yeah, you just look at this You look at this game on the Red Sox side, I think it's okay. Um, I think a lot of people are going to kind of attack it, and I don't love it. Um, as far as the Yankees go, I want the power guys. I want the guys that have the home run upside. I want the Aaron Judge. Um, I want the Matt Holidays. And, you know, I hate to even say this, but I want, like, the Brett Gardners. He's been hitting home runs this year, too. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's your cash game guy, right, that you don't like? Usually. No, like, I've actually been playing Gardner this year. Like, you know, he's hitting the ball hard, you know. He's not Joe Mowering it, so you know we're fine. <laughs> like yeah, the I'm top say, four, right? Like you know, Gardner, Sanchez. Side. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Yankees are the better, the better side in this one. Uh, like I mentioned, Porcello, forty-three percent hard contact rate this season. So if he's giving up barrels again, uh, gotta like the Yankees' offense here. It's been a while since they've had one of those big uh, breakout games, so it could be uh, a little lower on than they usually are. Let's, let's hope so. Pittsburgh at Baltimore, Chad Cool against Wade Miley. Um, nine and a half total here in Baltimore. Any interest in either one of these pitchers? 
Not a ton of interest in Chad Cool. Uh, you know, he's a guy that can't get lefties out. Luckily, the Orioles don't have a lot of lefties, but they do have, you know, Seth Smith, Chris Davis. Should be enough uh, to get us off of Cool. He just hasn't been very good. And then Wade Miley, I just can't play him. Uh, you know, his Sierra is almost two runs higher than his ERA. He's just not going to be able to sustain this uh, with a 12% walk rate and a 35% hard contact rate. I'm with you. Um, pretty much everything you said, you know, I, I don't play Chad Cool. Uh, this would be a spot that I would like him um, if it wasn't just, you know, Baltimore. Like, you know, really right-handed heavy team. Um, what, we should see, what, six, seven righties in this lineup tomorrow? So these are usually the spots that I want to attack Chad Cool, but these righties are better than most righties, so, like, I, I'm just not playing him here. So Pittsburgh bats, anything standing out to you here against Wade Miley? Uh, I always like the righties against Miley, so I don't mind uh, you know, Josh Harrison, David Freeze, Andrew McCushion. Uh, Josh Bell, surprisingly, not very good against uh, righties, much or lefties, much better against righties than he is against lefties. So, yeah, I don't mind those three, but you can't really stack them up. I mean, they're probably going to be hitting two, four, six in the lineup. Yeah, I love Josh Harrison as a one-off. Like, you know, people are just not playing this guy. Um, I think it's really interesting that people are not going to play Andrew McCutcheon here. And, you know, it's small sample sizes, but he has a 426 ISO against left-handed pitching this season with a 45% hard contact. Like, it's yeah. only 47 at-bats, but he's straight up mashing the ball against left-handed pitching this season. Nobody's playing him. Like, he's yeah. struggling against righties, but let's let's attack him here. Yeah, and he's always said lefties well throughout his career. I think the fact that he's just batting six is scaring people off. But, uh, yeah, I like him here for sure. Let people get scared off. You know, that's, that's what we want to see. Um, so I, w I wouldn't be surprised if he's up to the three hole. No reason to hit Polanco there, I don't think, against the lefty. Let's hope so. Well, I don't know. You know, me as a tournament player, just like, yeah, let him bat six. Let me play him. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm not going to stack, you know, I'm not going to stack Pittsburgh here. So, like, I'd play Harrison and McCutcheon as one-offs. I guess Saravelli is an okay punt catcher here. So, like, I'd play these guys as one-offs. So, I don't care kind of where he bats. Um the Baltimore side, I'm guessing you like Chris Davis and Seth Smith here, right? Yeah, I wrote them up both yesterday against Ivan Nova. Pretty similar matchup. A guy that uh, can't get lefties out but gets righties out at a pretty high rate. And, uh, yeah, they both homered yesterday, and I like them again here. Yeah. You know, the, the morning grind loved Chris Davis and Jonathan Scope and Mark Trumbo, so I was glad to see those guys get some home runs today. Yeah, Scope uh, had two, right? Yes, he did, but it didn't matter because Scooter Jeanette, um, you know, it's just like, oh, man, run more pure. When he, hit, when he hit it first one, I was like, okay, I'm okay. He hit his second one, I'm like, all right, I'm behind. You know, he hit his third one, I was like, man, this slate's probably going to be over. And he hit his fourth one, I stopped watching baseball. <laughs> you know? Just, you know, when you have – I think I built like 30 teams today. I had some extra time in the afternoon. And when you only have like three or four teams with Scooter and one's a Detroit stack, it just uh, it's not going to work out. Yeah, and it worked out so good for Scooter too because he wasn't even going to get up in the eighth and then they got man on and with two outs he got up again. And then, yeah, ties a major league record, right? Yeah, nobody's hit five before. A bunch of people have hit four. Chicago at Tampa, Mike Pelfrey against Jacob Fiara, right? Fiara? I think that's how he says it. Anyway. Um, I'm guessing you have zero interest in Mike Pelfrey here. Uh, no, have zero interest in Pelfrey. Uh, 14% strikeout rate just doesn't do it for me. 
All right, we got a rookie, um, you know, a, a young kid that is a prospect um, as far as the, you know, Rays go. This guy, 58 innings in AAA this season. He has a 34.7% strikeout rate in AAA, 15.4% swinging strike rate. He's a righty, which we want to attack Chicago with. Um, I haven't seen his price. Is it really cheap? Uh, I'm saying Jake Odorizzi pitching, so maybe I'm – Oh really? I don't know. Um, I I swear I saw it was the rookie Jacob Fiera. Let's see. Yeah, I'm sitting in like three different places now. Don't throw me off. <laughs> I want to play this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, um, I got to. Well, you tell me about him then, because I, I I figured we we're going with Odorizzi here. Oda Rizzi's on DraftKings, um, but on – oh, man. Are you serious? This guy's not in the player pool. No, this guy's not in the player pool on DraftKings. That sucks. Well, it might not even matter. Um, I don't think he is on FanDuel either. Man, that pisses me off. When I do my initial research, I don't ever look at pricing. So, yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like he's on FanDuel either. Yeah, awesome man, strike rate in the minors. Yeah, it's, he's, he's, man, he's dirty. You know how you read those things, like top 12 arms to kind of watch in the minors and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, he's one of those guys. So, like, you know, the, the, I'm definitely not playing the White Sox bats against this guy. I'm reading it here. There's a thing on Rotowire that he will start Wednesday. So, yeah. I don't know what's going on with Odorizzi, but yeah, he's not going to start here. I'm excited to watch him pitch. Me too. I just wish I could play him. <laughs> like, oh man. Uh, anyway, um, they have another guy too. Oh god, the Rays have another guy, Honeywell. Anyway, when you get when you get these two guys called up, um, really really fantastic pitchers. Anyway. Um, not to get sidetracked too much here on the Rays. This is one of the benefits of living in Florida and seeing like you know articles all the time. Is there anybody on the Rays that you want here against Pelfrey? Yeah, you can definitely look at them, uh, especially the lefties. You know, he's given up a uh, 386 uh, expected Woba and uh, 36% hard contact rate. So I like Dickerson. I like Morrison, uh, Kiermaier. Uh, yeah, I like all of them. So mad that he's not in the player pool. I am, like that just ruins my whole like approach to the slate. Is Brad Miller gonna be back? He's back, isn't he? I thought he was back. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I'm throwing I think off. He had a pinch hit yesterday. Did he? Let's but he wasn't in the lineup. Well, they faced a lefty. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. He should be back in the lineup here. Yeah, so that came too. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, Robinson's going to probably platoon a, a lot against left-handed pitching. He's hitting him really well, so that's probably why Miller got the sit. Um, Lomo, Logan Morrison, I guess, you know, <laughs> I hate playing him, but, um, you know, you kind of got to respect what this guy's been able to do this season. Uh, we talked about it. There was an article about him kind of, Really paying attention to his launch angles and stuff, and um, yeah, you know, solid. Yeah, he's been mashing against righties, and uh, hey, we finally have a game in Kaufman that uh, hit the over. Did it finally? <laughs> Sixteen runs. 
Oh, wow. After all those games earlier in the season with nine and a half run totals. All right, uh, I'm untilted now. We're going to move on. I'm really mad that guy's not in the player pool. <laughs> but you know how you get those like AAA guys that are always like 4K and you can yeah. play him with the best pitcher on the slate and then just absolutely have all the bats you want? That's it's just that's how I wanted to attack this slate and um, I'm kind of pissed off now. But anyway, we'll move on. L.A. at Detroit, Alex Meyer against Michael Fulmer. No line in this game. I think it has a lot to do with um, a few spots still don't have Michael Fuller, uh, Fulmer as the starter. I'm seeing it in a couple places. I'm guessing that's what you have as well. Yeah. Um, any interest here in Meyer or Fulmer? Not a ton. Uh, Meyer's a guy that you know, a ton of strikeout upside. He just can't seem to you know, rein in his command at the major league level. 15% walk rate this year, 14% walk rate last year. So until he can, uh, you know, show a little bit better command, I think just stay away from him. And then uh, Fulmer, if he has a go, got to like him against the Troutless Angels team. Do you, though? Like, they still don't strike out a bunch. Um, like, uh, he's not going to get blown up, right? I guess that's, you know, kind of why you have interest here. Like, he's not going to get blown up. It's just... Yeah, I mean, he's only 8,500 on DraftKings, and, uh, you know, I'm a little biased. Did you see that pitch the other night that was, like, 98 with movement? That felt, no, he was throwing great in that game the other day. Like, you know, a ton of exposure to him in that White Sox game, and he gave up, like, what, three earned runs in the last inning that he pitched? And Yeah. It was just so tilting. They're up, like, 11-2 or something like that, and, like, he just was trying to pitch. Is Man, I was so – oh, that guy – um, like I like Fulmer. I like Fulmer a lot. I'm a I'm a believer in Michael Fulmer. Um, I've played him a bunch this season. Like I'm gonna have exposure to him here. I didn't realize he's only 8,500. He's a 9,500 dollar pitcher. Um, the slate, as far as that middle tier goes, is a little weak. Um, you know, we'll talk about some of these guys as fringe plays, but I, I guess I don't hate Fulmer there as much as you know I initially thought. Uh, yeah, they don't strike out that much, but uh, goes through this lineup. Picks up lineup. the win. <laughs> Lineup's bad. Oh, CJ Crone's back. <laughs> Cameron Maven was like Cameron Maven was like crushing the ball when he got hurt. <laughs> just, yeah, and he was like five K. And it was crazy. Um, Cordero from the Padres was like fifty four hundred on Fanduel yesterday. Yep, I did, and Scooter Jeanette was too He was most expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you just laugh, you know. You were around when that draft street um, happened, right? Like, the, was it Steph Curry or what, something? What, Steph Curry? Yeah. When he was 2,500? Yep. 18K on DraftKings? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, hey, any Angels you. bats that you like here? Uh, no, I'm higher on Fulmer, uh, than the Angels offense. I think, you know, Calhoun's been swinging the ball well recently. I think he's fine. Guy I'd be looking at. Yeah, Calhoun would be the one off. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, he's just been hitting the ball hard, like you said. He's in the, you know, you get that exit velocity account on Twitter and like you see it and like, you know, he just every day that guy seems to be in there right now. So, yeah, I agree. Um, as far as the Tigers go, Alex Meyer is They're a guy the worst. that – What? They're the worst. I know. Jesse Chavez. <laughs> they're the worst. Every time they're in a good spot. Yep. Um, 
you know, looking at Alex Meyer, he's a guy that walks a ton of people. So, like, if I'm attacking the Tigers here, it would be a stack. Uh, they just let people down against Jesse Chavez. So, have interest there. Um, Alex yeah, Avia, I'll be playing him. Yeah, like, Alex is just – that guy continues to be too cheap as a catcher that's batting second. Like, just keep playing him right now. Like, the problem I have, you just look at their little, you know, table and you see 35% hard contact, 47, 42, 41, 41, 40, and 39 for their first seven batters in hard contact rate against right-handed pitching. How, how do they not – how are they not better than this? Um, so frustrating. Uh, <laughs> like, the Tigers is that team that always helps you remember that there's a human element to baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're the team that is just so up and down so much, and they're so tough to figure out. Like they were extremely hot over the weekend. We come back and we have them against Jesse Chavez, wind blowing out, really kind of a hotter game in Detroit, and they just you know shit the bed. It's just <laughs> it's like Anthony Davis basketball. Never get him right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk about a guy you never get right. All right. St. Louis at Cincinnati. Lance Lynn against Brunson Arroyo. Nine and a half total here. Lance Lynn, you know, solid this season. Not anything special, but he's not like terrible. Um, I think the line tells us everything. He's only a 125 favorite here against Brunson Arroyo. It's like an easy fade for me. I'm guessing you're thinking the same. Yeah, I think so. Don't really like targeting pitchers in uh, Great American Ballpark. Uh, like you mentioned, nine and a half over under. So. I think pretty easy fade, even though he has been pitching well. Yeah, well, Scooter's going to definitely take him, Jordan. <laughs> if he hits four more tomorrow. What's his ownership going to be after hitting four home runs? Yeah, I'm guessing his price is still the same because it takes yeah. a couple days. 2200 tomorrow. Oh, yeah, well. That 200 <laughs> bump. <laughs> yeah, massive price bump there, guys. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure the site was already out. Oh, did you see this? The news, like, um, Monday night, he got his first hit. Monday night, he was 0 for 19 going into Monday night. <laughs> and then Tuesday, it's 4 <laughs> Oh, man, I love this game. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going to start with the Cardinals here. Just stack them up. Um, probably one of the top three offenses on this late slate, main slate here. I'm guessing you agree, like, Brunson Arroyo is not good. Yeah, when a pitcher has a higher hard contact rate than ground ball rate and is pitching in Great American, that's usually not a good thing. Yep. Um, you know, Fowler, Carpenter, Piscotti, Jerko. You know, we've been talking about Piscotti. I know he hit him around on Tuesday. We've been talking about him the last couple of days on the podcast. And um, he's hitting the ball hard and just hitting it at people. And, you know, it paid off with a home run on Tuesday. He's a guy that I'm going to be on for the next few days because it's going to take some people some time to get on him. It's going to be kind of popular here because of the St. Louis stack being popular, but um, definitely like Piscotti and Jerko. I hate playing Matt Carpenter at first base because he's not a guy that I love that can hit those two home runs. Uh, I talk about it all the time, but he's cheap, and he has a great matchup here. I'm definitely going to play him. You seen his price on FanDuel? 3K, yeah. 3K. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good price. So um, what are you looking at here on the Reds? Besides, you know, this guy's just amazing, the Scooter Jeanette. <laughs> uh, See, so yeah, I definitely like the lefties here. Uh, you know, Lynn gives up nearly 100 points higher of an expected weight off base average to lefties than he does the righties. So uh, I think you look at Hamilton, you look at Votto, and uh, our boy Scooter. 
Yeah, Scooter's just yeah, definitely getting a home run of that guy. Yeah, I think you fade him for here for sure. Oh, there's no way I'm playing him here. No <laughs> yeah. way. Like, if he hits another home run, I'm just going to lose money. I don't care. <laughs> like, he's going to be 20, 30%, right? Like, oh, yeah. 2,200 after hitting four home runs, scoring 98 FanDuel points. Like, it's the easiest pay in the board for me. Yep, I agree. Even, I mean, he's fine in cash, but I, I don't think I'm going to play him. Listen, if you're playing cash games and you want to play him, I don't think either one of us are going to sit here and try to talk you off of him. You know, he's you know, definitely in play. That bullpen got beat up a little bit. So, yeah, sure. No issues there. All right. Anyone else? Adam Duvall is always interesting, right? Like, bottom, yeah. like the, the, the top four or five stack, you know, um, Cozart's always a guy that I like. I know the Cardinals have some lefties in that bullpen. So, yeah. All right. I always have a hard time finding shortstops that I love anyway, so I don't mind playing him. Philadelphia at Atlanta, Jared Eikhoff against Michael Fultonevich, nine and a half total. Um, let me check. I didn't see any weather in the late slate. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, it looks clear here. Um, about 75 degrees at first pitch. Nice, you, you, nice, and nice, nice humidity. Um, there's a reason that this total is nine and a half. This ballpark is playing one of the best ballparks, the left-handed pitching this season. Jared Eikhoff, he struggles against lefties. Michael Fultonevich has been absolutely terrible um, outside of one game last week where we said he was going to troll the world. Um, I'm definitely not playing either one of these pitchers. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of funny when the season first started and we didn't really know about SunTrust, uh, most of these totals were at seven, seven and a half. Couple, every once in a while I'd get up to eight, and now every night they're at least nine. You know how much money I made off the Braves to start the season? Like, sun tra- just that ballpark? Yeah, it's awesome. Because, like, I picked up on it quick. Um, I had a birdie in my ear, like, saying that um, this ballpark was going to play left, short to left-handed hitters. And, um, yeah. Um, as far as Philadelphia goes, are they still, like, ridiculously cheap? Yeah, especially on DraftKings. The most expensive one, 3700 Yeah, so, like... You know, you're you're building your lineups here. You're going to use these guys to kind of fill in where you need some, you know, value. Um, you know, Hernandez, Herrera, Kendrick, Franco, like all these guys in play. Um, Saunders. Saunders, yeah. I almost forgot about the guy that I really like. Um, Saunders is 2,800. Oh, yeah. Herrera and um, Saunders, definitely probably my – favorite two options here but um don't mind galvis and you know hernandez uh, just, gosh. yeah so thrown and, off by the philly pricing like why is sanders or saunders twenty eight hundred dollars <laughs> ridiculous they don't know about lefties in this ballpark yet i guess not whatever has, except us yeah i'm sure it's just us now <laughs> <laughs> um as far as atlanta goes we look at jared eikoff uh really solid numbers against righties but we look at the lefties numbers um he already has a home run issue with left-handed hitters he has a 352 woba um since the start of last season against lefties you know we're looking at Ciarte, we're looking at matt adams we're looking at marquecas yeah yeah, those are three guys I like. And then, uh, you know, if you want to do the one through five stack, I don't mind it with Kemp and Phillips. Yeah. Um, don't ever play Brandon Phillips. <laughs> Never again. He's not bad. It's terrible. He's awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for his price, he's not bad. 
Oh, you weren't around last year when I like went on a tangent about this guy and he like trolled me with like five home runs in like seven days. And then I made all the money back the rest of the season when he had, I think he had like two or three more the rest of the year. Whatever. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm targeting the lefties on Philly and Atlanta. Um, some good pricing over there on DraftKings. Matt Adams is mashing the baseball right now. I really like him in the spot. Like it's like he found the fountain of youth here going, you know, to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, he's probably my favorite player too. Only twenty seven hundred on FanDuel and uh, thirty nine on DraftKings. So I think you can play him on both sides. And I like that he's outfield eligible on DraftKings. Yeah, you don't even have to play him at first base. Love that. Yeah. All right, moving on to Texas. You know, we really haven't talked about a bunch of pitchers we like. Um, you know, we get this game with Zach Wheeler and New Darvish. Nine total here in Texas. That's um, just telling me that it's going to be a hot day in Arlington. Which is not. It's really weird. Oh yeah, it is. I lied. Eighty-five degrees at first pitch with a lot of humidity. Um, you know, we kind of seen it yesterday with Jacob Degrom. You know, I stacked Texas on a team yesterday, and like I still didn't make any money. Thanks, Scooter. Um, and I'm a I'm a Degrom like love. You know, you know it. Degrom's my dude. Um, that game ended with eighteen runs yesterday. So like, I'm expecting this game to kind of get the same kind of treatment here. What's your thoughts on Darvish? Well, first off, if the listeners want a drinking game, just uh, re-listen to this, and then every time we say scooter, take a shot or a sip. Probably not a <laughs> shot. You'd be in trouble. Ooh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good drinking game. Yeah. Uh, everybody wasn't driving to work when they listened to this. Or <laughs> at work, it'd be a great drinking game. Some Baileys in your coffee, morning coffee. Yeah, yeah your boss would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Our boss probably wouldn't care. Uh but yeah, I agree with you. Uh, hot day in Texas, uh, good hitters park. Probably not a ton of interest. Definitely not in Wheeler. Uh, you know, Darvish is a guy that you know he's got to miss bats to be successful here. The strikeout rate's down six uh, percent this season. I think he's not the worst player on the board, but I don't think uh, I'm going to pay up for him. There is a hundred percent chance tomorrow um, that I somewhere have a New York Mets stack. Um, you know, you look at this lineup, it's a very left-handed heavy lineup. We look at Darvish since the start of last season, 33.5 hard contact the lefties. Hot day in Texas, the ball's going to be jumping off the bat. Like, I, I just see, like, you know, a Mets team going under own, and they just continue to put up runs. Yeah, I stacked them tonight. They had a pretty good night, scored eight runs. Uh, so, yeah, I like the one through five here. Conforto, Cabrera, Bruce, Walker, and Duda. I'm so glad they finally decided to say, hey, Jose Reyes, you know, you suck. And um, Estrubal, you can have your second spot back in the lineup. Like, yeah. I'm so tilting that guy batting six. Especially against righties. He's been terrible. Oh, God, Jose Reyes. Oh, Reyes. I'm glad he's not playing right now. Um, as far as Texas goes, what you know, what are we looking at here against Wheeler? So Wheeler, you know, sample small this year, but 47% hard contact rate to lefties. So definitely like, you know, Chu, Mazzara, Gallo, or Odor. Yeah. All the lefties. We made a joke yesterday that Nelson Cruz would get pulled. He's got pinch run for in the fourth inning. So tilting. Yeah, this is like a thing now, I guess, with Nelson Cruz. Whenever they get up by a bunch of runs, it's 9-2. to two. I hope they lose. <laughs> it's just like it's just, I don't understand it. He's a DH. He doesn't have to play the field. Like so tilting. Um. Yeah. 
you know, the sample size is small on Wheeler, but he is coming back from injury. So this is all we have to go off of. He hasn't pitched since 2014. So the numbers we're looking at are, you know, what we have to go off of. And like you mentioned, he's really struggling with left-handed power bats. Joey Gallo went off. Yeah. You know, Adore, I'm stacking them. Yeah, I guess you could stack them. It's just they, they put Andrus and Beltre, like two righties in between yeah. the, the lefties, and it's kind of just funky and, like, I don't know how much on a four or a twelve game slate that I really want to attack the right handed bats in this spot. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they'll you know, move Lacroix down a spot or two. We can do like a three three six stack or something with three lefties and Beltre. Yeah, um, Joey Gallo just keeps hitting home runs. By the way, <laughs> he's just yeah home run or strikeout pretty much. Isn't that what we're looking for in tournaments? Forty-one percent strikeout rate. That's got to be. That's got to be tops in majors. I wonder if his ISO is probably ridiculously low. Two eighty-seven. Yeah. yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Doesn't he look like bird wings? <laughs> Pull I, up and look at his DraftKings picture. He so looks like bird wings. That does a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Oh my gosh, it's 12 to 2. Seager just hit a home run. 12 to 2 in the fourth, and I didn't stack against Santiago. Man, I'm an idiot. Um, let's move on. Marlins at Chicago. I guess I need to check the weather here, just to see what the wind's doing. Looks like it's blowing in nine miles an hour. Still blowing in. Um, Arena against Lackey. Any interest here in either one of these pitchers? Uh, definitely not in Urena. You know, he's a guy that has a high Sierra, low strikeout rate. Uh, pretty bad against lefties and righties, so definitely no interest there. Lackey still has a pretty high strikeout rate. You know, he's been giving up a lot of hard contact, um, but the Marlins are missing Justin Bohr, so uh, maybe a tiny bit of interest in Lackey with the wind blowing in at 7,400. The problem with Lackey is, well, I guess it just not having that dude from Tampa is just really pissing me off. Like I, I just wanted to play Keiko and I wanted to play him and I just wanted to play all the bats. So like now I have to figure out who I'm going to play as my SP two. Um, I guess Lackey is okay. You can see my face. You know how mad I am right now. Like, um, so like, that guy on Scooter. There's going to be. <laughs> I'm not even mad about Scooter. Like a guy hit four home runs. I lost money. I don't care. It happens. You know, two or three times a year, and I just don't care. I'm just usually mad at Indians. Indians stack with them. That's what I'm mad about. Yeah, it's usually three home runs, not four. Um, Chicago Cubs, Lackey. I, I don't hate him here. You know, the Sierra is definitely lower than the ERA. The strikeout rate is solid. The swinging strike rate is over 11. The home runs is what you're worried about when you're looking at Lackey. But you look at it, and his numbers against righties is, you know, dating back to last year, 281 Woba, 26.5% strikeout rate. We're really worried about Ozuna and Stanton. You know, we are a little worried about Yelich, but Boar's out of the lineup, like you said. I don't hate Lackey here. I think he's in play. Yeah, I think he's fine, especially at 7,400. Especially with the wind blowing in a little bit, get some gusts. Yeah, no. Were you involved in the Justin Boar top 35 player debate on Twitter? He is. I don't understand why people don't think Justin Boar is not a top 35 hitter in baseball. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. People get so wrapped up in these things. <laughs> like... But, you know, I don't want to get into it too much, but if you look at Boar's, like, advanced stats, like, the guy has just become a really good hitter over the last year. Like, Oh, yeah, he's been raking. Yeah, just, you know, 
you know, if you add in the defense and the speed and like, I don't think that was the debate. I think it was just hitters, but you add all of that stuff in and he's definitely not a top 35 player, but I think he's a top 35 hitter. Derek Cardi even wrote it up. You know, when you get Cardi on your side, oof. Yeah. All I care about is if he's a top player at first base the night that he's playing. Man, I am so with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the Cubs side here. You know, you mentioned that Jose Arena definitely doesn't, like, have the strikeout stuff. He struggles with lefties and righties. What are we looking at here with the Cubs? Yeah, so he's got a 10% strikeout rate against lefties. Uh, and uh, his ground ball rate dips about 10%. Um, so I definitely like, you know, Rizzo. John Jay, if he's been leadoff again, I think you can look at him uh, in cash games for a cheap guy. Uh, Jason Hayward, he's been a little bit better lately. The no. problem is, like – the Cubs pricing reflects, you know, the Cubs still being one of the best teams in baseball and they've been really struggling this year. And you're still praying like a premium for Brian and Rizzo. You know, yeah. that's my issue. The rest of them are pretty cheap though. Yeah. Like Schwarber, you know, under 4k, I think he's definitely in play. Yeah. Contreras only 2,500 on FanDuel. I can John Jay is really cheap. So I think it's probably just a spot where you take a couple of these cheap batters and move on. Man, I am so glad Scooter hit a couple home runs or four home runs. Max Scherzer has 12 strikeouts in five innings. I know. I saw that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here happy with Robbie Ray until I looked at that. Yeah, um, never fading him again. I was happy with Paxton. He has like a 15-run lead. I know it's not that high, but, you know, <laughs> like, Paxton's going to be cruise sailing here. Uh, it's 12-2 in that game. <laughs> you know, just, um. Moving on, San Francisco at Milwaukee, Tyson Blatch against Jimmy Nelson. Uh, Blatch, not a big strikeout guy against a pretty heavy power team. Um, I guess you're not playing him here. Yeah, I don't think so. What about you? Doesn't give up a ton of hard contact, but, you know, you add in the ballpark, you know, he's going from San Francisco to Milwaukee. Doesn't, you know, 12% strikeout rate against righties. Like, yeah. And they're going to they're gonna make this a really right-handed heavy lineup with no Travis Shaw. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And only 9% of his lefties, that's even worse. Yeah, and um, I think the only lefty we'll see in this lineup is Thames, and um, he's been hitting lefties just as much. So definitely like the Brewers here. Uh, what's your thoughts on Jimmy Nelson? He's been pretty good this year. Uh, he's a guy that I've been fading like the last couple of years. Uh, but he's always a little bit better at home, 24% strikeout rate this season. Sierra backs up his ERA. So... I don't know. I mean, I don't hate targeting guys against the Giants. Uh, we saw Chase Anderson have a good game against them the other night. I think it was last night. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, outside of Brandon Bell, Buster Posey doesn't really have a ton to worry about, even though they don't strike out too too much. I ended up playing Chase on a few spots on Tuesday night. Um, it's just the Giants have been terrible. Yeah. They don't last strike out. Team winner on base average. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, <laughs> you know, you just you – just, you like you don't picture the Giants being last in Team Over against righties. Like they're just oh man, bad. Yeah, I don't hate Jimmy Nelson here. Now that my whole day is thrown off by a guy not being in the player pool, Ugh, so tilting. <laughs> nice price tag, seventy nine hundred. Um, you know if if we get news throughout the day that Michael Fulmer is going to be super popular, I don't mind pivoting to Jimmy Nelson in tournaments. I think. You know, they're both kind of have the same type of upside here facing two teams that don't strike out a bunch. And um, 
two two offenses that are both in the bottom five against right-handed um, pitching this season as far as Woba goes. So don't mind Jimmy Nelson here. Don't really like anything for the Giants outside of like a Brandon Crawford one-off. Um, what's your thoughts? Yeah, fine with Belter Crawford as one-offs. Yeah, I just I love that shortstop one-off, and um, Crawford always fits that mold. As far as the Milwaukee goes, um, Aguilar, um, Santana, Broxton, Perez, Bandy, Thames, <laughs> the one through six, um, definitely play here. I love the Brewers in this spot. Uh, don't forget about Sogard. I don't think he'll play. Dude, he's just mashing right now. Might as well leave him up there. Yeah, they usually let VR play, though. No. They, what are they doing? No, I'm telling you, they usually play, platoon. Play the nerd. I don't want him to play. I want Broxton to bat lead off. Yeah, oh, Broxton's batting lead off. Got to play him, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you'll get that Broxton, Santana, Aguirre, you know, Thames, Perez, Bandy lineup. Like, you get those righties and Thames. Like, whew. Yeah. Yeah, I love the Brewers in this spot. And if Sogard plays, you can play him as well. <laughs> Houston at Kansas City, Dallas Keuchel against Jason Vargas. Uh, it's taken us a while, but we're going to get into a, a pitcher or two that we're going to like here, and I'm guessing you're on board with Team Keuchel. Yes, of course, but he's 12-5 on DraftKings. I know. That's why I wanted the freaking pitcher from Tampa in the player pool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pricey. Yeah, but, you know, it's him or Granky in my opinion, and they're the same price. Yeah, and at least uh, the course game's in the early slate, so – not really an offense that you have to pay up for. Yeah, so, and you're getting all those Philly and Atlanta bats that are pretty cheap. So I think it would be pretty easy to fit in Keuchel if that's what you want to do. That's definitely what I want to do. The guy's just been fantastic. Loved him in that spot against Texas last time out, and the weather scared me off, which kind of pissed me off. But um, love this spot for him. You know, we know Kansas City has been struggling this season. I think they're even worse against lefties, right? Yeah, they are 28th in Team Woba. They don't, they're fourth in strikeout rate, but I'm not too worried about that here. When it comes to a high strikeout pitcher, I typically don't worry about that too much. And, uh, I mean, Keiko's just been awesome. 67% ground ball rate, and his soft contact rate is 9% higher than his hard contact rate, which is just insane. It, it, you know, I talked, to, I talked to Cheese about this last week when that Texas game was, was going on. He um, sent me a message, and he's like, I guess I see that you're on Team Keiko with me because nobody was playing him on that day for some reason. And um, I just have never seen something as elite as his hard contact, soft contact ratio. It's just – it's the most elite thing that I've ever seen. Yeah, it's incredible. You just don't see that. Like we see it, you know, a couple percentage points from one – you know, every once in a while. But I think he's like 4 or 5% higher than the next, you know, second best guy. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be up there. And Houston's just not losing right now. Like, yeah, Keiko's just a lock and load play for me. Um, I know they lost um, against the Royals late in that game, but um, it's just realistically, if I was going to script this slate, I would lock button Keiko. Like, that's how much I like him here. Um, you know, he's by far my top option. And, you know, Granky gets the Padres, and I love Keiko. Yeah, yeah, I like them both, but. Yeah, I'm certainly on Team Keiko as well. Uh, any interest in Vargas? Not really. He should have some regression coming. Uh, 2.08 ERA, but a 4.28 Sierra. Strikeout rates came come down since the start of the year. And uh, Astros, ninth in Team Woba and second in Team Strikeout rate against lefties. So, I mean, they're just, they've just been awesome against lefties and righties this season. They're just awesome. 
Like this yeah. is, you know, what's awesome about the Astros? We're gonna get to see this for like the next three or four or five years because this team's young. They're gonna stay together, and um, this team's awesome. So, yeah, definitely not playing Vargas. Like you mentioned, uh, there's some regression here. He has a 1.58 ERA with a 4.1 um, xFIP against righty since the start of last season. There's regression there. Yeah, he's not gonna continue to have a 2.40 Babbitt. Exactly, especially against this team. Um, Correa, Gaddis, Beltran, Altuve, Springer. Yeah. Maybe Marwin Gonzalez. Oh, yeah, Marwin Gonzalez. Love that guy against lefties. Mm-hmm. I don't know Bregman, how much I... Bregman's I, been uh, raking, too, lately. Quietly. Yeah, I love Houston against lefties. I don't know how much I would stack him here because of the ballpark. I think I'd play him more as two-mans or one-offs. Uh, I don't think I'd roll out the full stack, but I do like all the righties in this spot. Yeah, tonight was pretty crazy. I mean, they scored seven runs and were like the sixth highest, seventh highest scoring team or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Mustakas keeps mashing the baseball. Oh, it's nice to see Hosmer getting it going again, too. But yeah. Um, what are we doing here with Kansas City? I'm guessing you're not playing anybody. Yeah, you know what we're doing here. We're not playing them. Yeah, we're not playing them. We're moving on to San Diego at Arizona. Perdomo against Granky. Um, Zero interest in Perdomo and love Zach Rinke here. Yeah, I've been a Perdomo truther for a while. I mean, his advanced stats are all good. He's got a high ground ball rate. The strikeouts are finally starting to come up above, up above the league average. Uh, you know, limits hard contact this season, but for every reason, he just can't seem to get lucky with batted balls. So I mean, he got uh, mashed by this team in Petco a few starts ago. So, yeah, you definitely don't want to play him. Yeah, that's all I needed to hear. Um, <laughs> it's coming though. I, I I don't hate him. Like I, I've played him a couple times this year. Like it's just all about matchup, and I'm not playing him in chase. Yeah. Exactly. I made that mistake yesterday with Lamet. I, I oh I love Lamet, and I'll play him next next start for like unless it's in course field or something. But um, I shouldn't have played him today in Chase. And uh, you just, whatever. Yeah. Um, as far as the Padres' bats go, is there anything here for Granky that's going to struggle him, make him struggle? No, I don't think so. Their lineup looks pretty bad right now. Uh, and, yeah, so so you don't like Granky or you just like Keiko more? I think they're 1A, 1B. I like yeah. Keiko a lot more. But it's it should be closer. It's just – Do you think uh, – it's just cranky to be higher on. I don't know. I think it'll be pretty close. Um, like it, it's you're playing these guys as your SP one, and then you're finding an SP two. Um, I don't know if you could play both of them together on DraftKings because you're using yeah, yeah about twenty five k. Yeah, it's like thirty one hundred dollars per player. We talked about value. Um, there is some value plays to like on this slate, but even if you plug in. Michael Saunders, Marcakis, Rio Ruiz, um, you're still looking at only $3,300 per position. I just don't think you're going to be able to fit in both of them together. Blanco. Um, okay. Who's we that? We can make this work. So we can play Blanco. We can play uh, – we can make this work. Um, I'm sure you could. <laughs> or you could play like Lackey and then get whatever bat you want. Uh, Danny Santana, like, you know <laughs> – Dansby Swanson, like I'm getting there. <laughs> We're on our way. You know, if you stack that Philly Atlanta game, you could play both of them. 
I'm going to write that down yeah. <laughs> just to make sure I do that with one team. Um, I think there, I think the two options are far better than the third option on the slate. So I don't think you're going to go either wrong with either one of these guys. The reason that I lean Keuchel over Granky is the ballpark. Um, you know, pitching in Kaufman instead of pitching in Chase Field. One hard hit ball for Granky is going to go out, and it could go to the warning track for Keuchel. So that's why I lean there. I think Granky has more strikeout upside, though, uh, when you're looking yeah. at it. Yeah, I think they're really close. Uh, I tend to lean toward the home pitcher. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. All right. Um, I don't see anything on San Diego that I want. Uh, what about Arizona? Anybody here? So Perdomo, really good against righties, really bad against lefties, 372, ex-Woba. But he does still have a 52% ground ball rate, so I mean, it's not really a guy that I love targeting hitters against. Um, but you can look at Blanco for value, Peralta, Lamb, and Goldschmidt's always in play. All right. Late game, last game on the slate, Minnesota at Seattle. Um, Maja against Giardo. Um, nine total. This game is already 12 to 3 in the fifth inning um, tonight. Um, any interest in either one of those pitchers? Well, before tonight, the Mariners couldn't hit lefties, but uh, <laughs> Santiago solved that problem. It's going to skew their stats so much, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've been really bad against lefties, but uh, I don't think we can look at Mejia on the road here. Yeah. Um, what are we doing with the Twins here? Like, I, I really want to play Dozier and Sano. I just don't love this ballpark. I hate the fact that Joe Maurer bats in between them. I think that I'm still going to play Sano and Dozier. It's just a great matchup, right? Like, we have a guy that gives up a high Woba, low strikeout, gives up home runs to righties. Yeah, I think you play both of them. Uh, you know, he doesn't give up a ton of hard contact, but, you know, the strikeout rate is so low. He does walk a lot of batters, so they should see some RBI opportunities here. So I think you play uh, both of them. And that's about it on the Twins. Um, man, I'm I'm so gun shy to play Nelson Cruz now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Like I want to play Nelson Cruz here. Like it's a lefty. It's just, are they gonna keep pinch hitting him every time? Like I don't know what to do here. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Uh. You know, if the game gets out of hand, they could do it again. But, I mean, it's hard to play, you know, kind of think that way. I think Cruz definitely in play. Uh, Danny Valencia as well. He's a guy that is always underrated against uh, lefties. Wish he didn't play first base, but, uh, but yeah. And Taylor Motter, he's been mashing the last couple of weeks. Because he's good against lefties. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else to add. Those are the guys that I'm looking at as well. Um Man, interesting slate. There's going to be a lot of ways to go. Um, pitching is not one of them. Like, you're looking at maybe a few arms here. So, you know, if you do some extra research and you look at the pitchers in depth a little bit more and maybe you find something, like, uh, I don't know. It's interesting for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. All right, well. All right, let's play some Homer and Derby, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, I'll let you go first. All right, I'm gonna go a little contrarian. I'm gonna go Lucas Duda against you, Darvish. You know I don't hate that call at all. Um, all right. So if you're gonna go 
contrarian. I feel the need to go contrarian. And I'm going to go Aguilar against Blatch. Very nice. And then I'm going to go... Man, there's so many good spots today. I know who you want. Scooter. No chance. Um, I'm going to go with Chris Davis. I'm going to lock in that home run. I like that one a lot. All right, I'll go to Great American, and I'll go... Give me Piscotti against the Royal. Yeah, I love that. Love Piscotti. Mashing the baseball. It's gonna, he's going to be one of those guys going to have a two-home run game soon. He's hitting the ball so hard right now. And then I'll play the chalk and go Nelson Cruz. In one of his two at-bats, he's going to hit a homer. Yeah, hopefully it's the first one so we don't have to worry about it. him getting pinch hit for or something like that. <laughs> tilting. So tilting. Gosh, so tilting. Um, Let's see here. I'm going to go to Coors Field East and go to SunTrust and take Matt Adams here to hit a home run. I'm going to veto just because I want to veto. All right. I'm going to stay in great um, – the Coors Field East is what I'm going to start calling this ballpark now. I love that name. And go Michael Saunders. I like that one a lot. I was going to veto Cruz, and I'm like, you know, if he only gets one or two at-bats, I'm actually going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man if you guys enjoy the podcast monday through friday uh, make sure you guys head on over there to play draft check them out um, they're one of the reasons that we keep the podcast free all the time so if you guys enjoy the podcast head on over there it's promo code grinders that way you guys get 100 percent deposit bonus up to 600 bucks um it's always nice to get some free money to play with so check them out notorious any final thoughts before we get out of here no, it uh, should be a fun slate tomorrow. The U.S. Opens next week, so I'm excited for that. Oh, maybe some golf picks on the next Wednesday show. So Yeah, let's set aside like 10 minutes. or yeah, Let's just make it like a three-hour podcast. Ah, three-hour podcast. No problem. <laughs> I'm sure I won't get emails about that. No problem. Um, if you guys haven't checked out the first look, make sure you guys check it out. Um, you know, There's some new stuff on the first look. Um, it is a free article here at Roto-Grinders, so Notorious does that every day. It's already up for Wednesday, so make sure you guys are checking that out. Also, wanted to mention that the Play IQ tool here at Rotor Grinders is live. If you guys haven't checked that out, make sure you check that out. You guys ask me all the time what I'm looking at when I'm looking at pitch types and stuff like that, so make sure you guys are checking out Play IQ. It's going to do it here for the Wednesday edition of the Morning Grind. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then. Hey Grinders, we're the Tour Junkies and we've got a great PGA product available now in the Roto-Grinders Marketplace. With reports from course pros and caddies, we cover all the info you need to pick the best golfers every week. Gain an edge with articles including Straight from the Head Pro's Mouth, Trash to Treasure Picks, The Fade Train, plus we'll answer all your last minute questions in our live chat on Wednesday nights before lineup lock. Memberships are only $5.99 per week or $125 for the whole PGA season. So sign up in the Roto-Grinders Marketplace and start building better PGA lineups today. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. 
Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. 